This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Kraus. And welcome in, everyone, to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. David and Karen still uh, vacationing. Brett Elam uh, manning the ship and leading the controls. Week number two, Brett, great to have you here. Good lineup uh, today. In, a, in just a moment, we'll introduce our listening audience to Stacy Cohen and Mandy Snyder, two members of the Thrive Financial team and a good conversation lined up from both Mandy and Stacy. Yeah, it was exciting. Last week we had uh, Eric and Jeff and now Stacy and Mandy, so it's always great to hear our disciples of our Thrive messaging um, at the end of the day. It was interesting. I had to actually get on the phone and uh, convince David and Karen to come back um, to the country so they're enjoying <laughs> themselves, but it's awesome to always hear a little uh, rest and recovery, so uh, anxious to get them back uh, uh, and uh, getting back into the thrust of things. But I'll tell you what, things uh, don't continue to slow down out, out there. And, you know, last week we spoke about, hey, you know, summertime either looks like it's kind of quiet or it's a little bit volatile out there. And my gosh, is it a volatile summer to say the least. And, you know, numbers have come out here over the past, I guess, weeks. And you're starting to hear about the economy's finally starting to contract. Again, all these craziness of pretty much a, a straight bull market since t- uh, 2009. And with in- inflation spiraling out of control. And you know what's funny is the jobs report, it, it always kills me. Again, number one, people always falling out of the labor force is number one, where we always hear these updated job reports. But it's like, you always have like the false hope, like, oh, the economy created this many jobs. And then a month later, oh, yeah, it was actually 100,000 less. Oh, yeah. And then it got this. And then it's like, let's just wait for the actual revised number. It's like people just get so emotional built on so many of these numbers. And it happened yet again. I mean, we saw non farm payrolls go up, but all of a sudden from a couple months ago, jobless uh, job starts um, were reduced by almost $74,000. And the big thing that's out there today, and you're starting to hear it, is that the jobs that are available aren't the big executive Fortune 500. Um, a lot of them are like, we're starting off minimum wage. Again, a lot of the restaurant industry is still hurting. I mean, every, how many times you go into the restaurant and you're just being asked to please be patient just because they're trying to do whatever they can to, uh, to find capable and able workers and people that wanting to work at the end of the day. And we talked a little bit about the last couple of weeks, too, about how things are changing in the housing market and the rental markets, about how people's and evictions are no longer able to be... I guess they weren't able to be thrown out. Now, all of a sudden, the, the, the switch has right. turned and people all of a sudden. So I think people are ready to get back at it. But there's a lot of nervousness. And it's now even people that haven't come back into the labor force. It's almost a new normal is inevitably being established. Here's an interesting morning now. It's, it's, it's earnings season. So now, all of a sudden, you got these big companies out there now starting to announce their earnings. And they're starting to become subpar, not like it's used to. But the, the industry that's that's interesting to me 
that's getting crushed right now are the healthcare stocks. Like the companies like your Cigna's and your CBS Aetna's and of the sorts where their numbers, they're still getting data of all the extra healthcare costs that they've spent from this pandemic. And what you're seeing, and I'm hearing about it from our clientele, and we're seeing it straight in our face as well, is what's happening to healthcare premiums out there. Because you're getting people, I mean, you're getting contraction of hospitals shutting down, you can't find workers, um, costs going through the roof, all those different things that are out there. Now, all of a sudden, you're starting to see the, the healthcare companies. And again, you want them to be in business. What are they doing? They're increasing premiums. And we're hearing it across the board. We're seeing premium increases anywhere from 20 to 50%. Now, fortunately, if you're a retiree, Medicare is nowhere near that. So you're having that good supplement. Even though the supplements are going up, at least Medicare Part B is at least staying, or uh, B and D are kind of staying in check with it altogether. Well, you know, the one interesting variable about the statement you just made as the one example, that's why the roadmap is actually needed, because there's no way for us or for me or for anyone to be able to sit and predict and analyze what bump in the road or what change is going, what change is going to happen. But you can at least manage your sanity. You can, if you're, if you're working with someone who has you on the proper, has the process properly set up, you're in good shape. That's it. It's all about the irrational versus emotional. Yeah, absolutely. Um, additionally, we talk about inflation. That's not slowing down. Um, the Fed meets next week, so we're expecting another 0.75 to maybe even a 1% increase in interest rates next week. And pretty much what we're saying is the Fed could push this economy into a, a recession. Again, if it over tightens policy in response to what is this? This is a supply-driven inflation. Nobody can find anything, so it's just forcing these, these prices up. And then again, what else is out there right now? This Russia-Ukraine thing isn't, isn't stopping anytime soon, so we still have that heightened geopolitical tension with Russia. And what could that do? You got the energy shortages, even though there's gas tax has helped out a little bit. It's still not cheap to go fill up the tank at the end of the day. You're seeing low consumer confidence, probably as low as I've seen it probably since I've started in this industry, um, which has just really hampered um, growth at the end of the day. And again, markets just remain depressed and volatile until what are investors looking for? They're looking for clarity on this inflation thing. And inevitably, what's the Fed going to do? Because again, we've talked about it, about all these hard landings that are out there. And again, it just leads to what you just said, Joe, just a little bit ago. It's the three things that we pride ourselves on here at Thrive. And again, we've talked about housing, we've talked about jobs, we talk about healthcare, we talk about social security, all those different things. But we talk about awareness. Where does awareness come in? And it's what our hope is when we give our workshops. It's what our hope is when we have these radio shows is that it stimulates thoughts that you didn't think that you had before, that you didn't know that needed to be important. And then it generates questions that you didn't even know that needed to be had. And that's our primary focus. And then from there, it's the second thing that we, we hear that we, we do for the community is from an educational standpoint. When you hear education, everyone's an educator. But what's education? Education, typically in our field, are talking about things on how we make money. Asset allocation, rebalancing, how much stocks, how much bonds. But where does education really fit in when we talk about financial services industry? It's the things that we don't make money on. It's the housing. It's the Social Security. It's the Medicare. It's, the, it's, it's all the other stuff that's important to put a what? A plan together. Not just investment management, but a plan together. And then inevitably, it's the third thing that is what our clients love us for, is the leadership. It's holding their hand and guiding them through the process of ensuring that they stay accountable for the plan that we just came through 
because of all the moving pieces, they all come together. So as you open the show up, Joe, we're excited to have both Stacy and Mandy with us today. Um, so just curious, turn it to Stacy first. What are you going to be talking about today? Well, as you know, I feel so passionate about financial planning and in particular discussing some of the risks and perils we see these days on behalf of women. Um, I'm very honored to be here, and I thank you, Joe and Brett, for allowing me to be a part of this radio show. Um, I am a financial planner with over 25 years of industry experience, and I've had spent the bulk of my career working with folks like who are in retirement or looking to retire within the next 10 years. Awesome. So looking forward to hear that in the next segment. And how about you, Mandy? Yeah, thanks again for having me. Nice to have you time. back, yeah. Stacey, you're going to do great. <laughs> she will. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, today I'm going to be talking about investment mistakes women must watch out for. That's my, that is going to be the biggest message I'm going to bring to our listeners today, which right. I'm really excited about. All right, good stuff. We will hear from both Stacey Cohen and Mandy Snyder uh, and pick up that conversation on the other side of the break as we go into uh, the commercial break. Uh, listen atten- uh, attentively. You'll hear the dates for the upcoming workshops. And you can call 215-798-9088 or go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Back in a moment. Here's your one opportunity to get registered for the upcoming workshop on Thursday, July 28th at the William Penn Inn. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com and get registered. Get yourself educated. One workshop, the great William Penn Inn on July 28th, 215-798-9088 or go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Get educated. Register now. That's thrivefinancialservices.com. And welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We thank uh, all of our listeners for continuing to tune in every week. And as Brett mentioned in our opening segment, education is part of the reason that Thrive Financial Services has enjoyed such great connection with the audience. The willingness to share the knowledge that is in this room uh, and in this company is just one of those amazing things that I find myself um, constantly saying when just being um, in a random conversation. Mandy Snyder, we uh, returns to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Uh, she's a veteran now, Mandy. Uh, welcome in. You've got a good topic for our listening audience, so I'll get off the mic and, um, and turn the microphone over to you. All right. Sounds good. Well, hey, again, thank you for having me on the show today. Um, last week, Special guest financial planners, Jeff Walker and Eric Schuster, hit home the point that retirement planning is complex, even for the smartest, self-managed, and self-proclaimed financial guru investors. And I'm not knocking the self-managed people out there. However, I fully recommend that when it comes to making your money last for 25, 30 years after you retire, hire a professional. It's the reason I don't work on my own teeth, Joe. (laughs) Here here at Thrive Five... Here at Thrive Financial Services, we've helped thousands of people retire. And that's what you need to find, someone who does this for a living. So today, I want to talk directly to our female listeners, the moms, the wives, the sisters, and the aunts out there listening this morning. You're talking to my wife, too. She's an (laughs) avid listener now. That's awesome. Finally. Brett knows she, Progress, buddy. She, Brett knows she's occasionally peeks in and mm-hmm. peeks out. Now it's 
on her phone, boom, listens to the podcast, doesn't listen live, listens to the podcast of the show when she's either running or walking or whatever the case may be. So um, good topic today. She's going to enjoy it. So of the many people you're talking to, my wife's included on it. That's great. That's great. But, you know, even if you're not a female listener, I want you to think about your own mom, wife, sister, and aunt, and how you would feel if, one, they did not have the ability to manage their investments, and two, if no one was around to help them. So ladies, if you're not involved and aware of your finances and have a written retirement income plan, I'll give you five reasons why you should consider changing that this year. So women on average, and you might know this, women on average earn 23% less than men for the same work. It's called the gender gap. So not knowing about finances and money and not making yourself a part of it puts you at an even bigger disadvantage. So when should you start investing? Consider this classic proverb. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is now. So and I think that right there sums it up. So here are my top five reasons why women should start investing this year. First, attain financial independence. You deserve it, and so does your family. Two, achieve stability and security. We as people, and especially as women, want to feel stable. We like to feel secure. If you start investing today, even a small amount, you will feel a little bit different. You'll feel empowered. It's remarkable. The third reason, generate disposable income. This is your fun money. Investing can help you start generating a disposable income instead of living paycheck to paycheck. And this goes back to number one, numbers one and two, you know, where you're working towards financial independence and achieving stability and security. And four, build a backup reserve. So cash is king, right? Well, not always. Having money sitting on the sidelines in cash, whether under your mattress or in a checking account, is actually depreciating. In other words, losing value year over year as it sits due to inflation. So if you're not investing your savings, you're actually losing money. So which leads me to my final reason of why you should start investing this year, which is to grow your money, grow your hard-earned money. The women I know work very hard for their money, and they're passionate Now's the time to invest in yourself by investing your money. Well, I know this from I know this from conversations with Karen Bazaar, from just articles that are out there that kind of validate what we think. Women are going to live longer yes. than men. That's right. Bottom line. Statistically, that's what they say. And I had experienced in my own family when my mother-in-law had my father-in-law passed away first, and and so everything fell down on my mother-in-law to manage and oversee, while my father-in-law had taken care of everything up to the point that he, when he unexpectedly passed away. So there was a real learning curve uh, for my mother-in-law over that 22-year period. So um, to your point, getting yourself not only in the loop, but educated and being able to manage that part of it, you're in a better space. Absolutely. You know, LFS released a side-by-side comparison of a retirement scenario where a man and a woman both started saving at 30 years old, earning $85,000 a year, and investing 10% of their salaries over the course of 37 years. The study found that because of the gender pay gap and the natural progression of women's careers, our salaries tend to peak at 40, while men's salaries tend to peak at 55, and women are much more likely to take long career breaks. So the women had about 30, 320000 less by the time 
you know, they retired based on average market returns. That means she'll have less money to live off of, even though she's likely to live years longer than men, like what happened with your, your mother-in-law. So, you know, take, we take these differences into consideration. You know, when you're defining your goals and retirement plans and invest in, investment strategies, that's really important. And at Thrive Financial Services, that's what we help our clients do. We're known for bringing education, awareness, and leadership to our communities, you know, by not treating everyone the same, because frankly, they're not the same. So look, today I'm hoping to bring these very things to our female listeners. And if you want to talk to me or any of our caring and bright financial planners on the team, please call us at 215-798-9088. Fidelity did a study uh, back in 2021 where they studied men and women's investing habits and attitudes uh, between 2011 and 2020. Fidelity found that men and women have different behaviors and attitudes when it comes to investing. It is no surprise to me being in the industry for as long as I have. But one of my clients ran the household finances like a machine. She always balanced the checkbook, managed the budget, and helped make joint decisions on large purchases in partnership with her husband. But when we talked about finances and investing, she admitted that knowing whether they were going to be okay in retirement kept her up at night. And that's where I stress that you need a written in retirement income strategy that doesn't just take into account where you're going to pull money from and how much, but also what are the unintended consequences of that strategy? What are the tax liabilities? How do you manage that? What happens to those income sources when, the market, when there's a market correction? Um, you know, these are the things we're building into our plans. And by virtue of addressing these topics head on, we're helping clients know with certainty that they're going to be okay um, in retirement. And they sleep better at night, Joe. That's a good thing. Mandy Snyder is a financial planner with Thrive Financial Services. Um, joining us today, Stacy Cohen, also a financial planner, uh, is with us. We'll bring Stacy into the uh, conversation uh, in the next segment. 215-798-9088 is the telephone uh, number. Uh, and, and Mandy, I know that, and I want to get your opinion on this, get your thought on this. I know that the workshops sometimes only have the wife come to the workshop. The husband doesn't come. I think it's important, and we've stressed on this, for couples to do this together or for them to find a way, even if it's separate conversations, but ultimately to be on the same page. Yeah, 100%. That's crucial because, you know, basically we know that most likely they're not going to pass away at the same time. One or the other is going to be left holding the bag, and that person needs to be prepared. They need to be prepared. Yeah, and it's the unexpected, you know. And here's the other interesting thing that, you know, when you think about it. We as individuals all have our own thought process when we about our kids and the legacy and what we're going to leave for our children. I think that's really, really important. And I, I kind of feel as though my wife takes the lead on that. Hey, what's, what are the kids getting in real estate? What's the money that they're going to inherit? What does all of that look like? We want to know that now. So when we leave, we know that our kids are the beneficiaries of, of all of that. The important thing in that is that they don't pay a lot of taxes on that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, 
We don't want to give it to Uncle Sam. We want it to go to the kids. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I think actually Stacy will talk more about how important it is to have a tax strategy when it comes to your retirement income uh, distribution plan. Because it is. It's really critical. That's where the government takes the biggest bite out of your out of your savings, out of all of your assets. I'm going to put you on the spot here before we wrap up the segment and get into uh, the commercial break. Don't forget, by the way, when we go into the break, you'll hear uh, the uh, spot uh, that will outline the upcoming uh, workshops. Of all of the uh, conversations that you've had with your Rolodex of clients that you help and, t- and take care of, what's the one constant that seems to be the same when the conversations begin? What's the one thing that people all kind of do the same thing, either incorrectly or it's just the same? It's, it, it's, it's the same when the process begins. Do you mean as far as their fears? Yeah, maybe fear is the answer. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I would say they do not, they do not know if they're going to be okay in retirement. That's the biggest thing. And that's what, that's what we really focus on is helping pull a plan together that, that shows them you are going to be okay in retirement, but not without planning, not without forward planning. Yeah, fear is, um, in this particular example... I think it's a good word. I think it's a good word. You know, you need to be self-aware. You need to be smart enough to know what you don't know. Uh, Get yourself educated. Uh, Mandy Snyder, financial planner uh, at Thrive Financial Services, radio pro now with two shows uh, in the books. Well done, Mandy. Nice job. Um, And really, really important. Don't want to make light of the conversation or the topic. 215-798-9088. And you can get registered for one of the workshops or you can download the podcast. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com and consume uh, this show or any of the shows that are in the Thrive Library. We'll get to a commercial break. Up next, Stacy Cohen, back in a moment. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, the phone number 215-798-9088, along with Brett Elam, Mandy Snyder, and Stacy Cohen joining us for the full hour. Uh, the message is the same. We want to educate you. Thrive Financial Services wants to educate you on the process and help you understand what it means to be on the roadmap to retirement. Stacy Cohen is now going to join us. Stacy, we welcome you in. Thank uh, you, and on Joe. behalf of the entire audience listening uh, today, uh, welcome uh, to Roadmap much. to Retirement, the radio show. Well, Joe, I'm very happy to be here. And, you know, as you know, or may not know, you know, here at Thrive, we work with a team of professionals who have culminated over two 200 years of combined experience. So we are a full holistic financial planning firm and have successfully retired hundreds, maybe thousands of people over the course of our careers. We all come from diverse backgrounds. And it is a culmination of different experiences that allow us and afford us the opportunity to provide solutions. And we do that through financial planning. So personally, I love working with clients regarding financial planning. And I believe clients in particular, women, deserve to know with certainty that they are going to be okay in retirement. We love working with men as well, but I would like to take this opportunity to share a few statistics from some surveys that have recently been taken. Uh, Did you know that a recent study from Bank of America found that 94% of women believe they will be personally responsible for their finances at some point in their lives? 
48% of women are confident about their finances, though only 28% feel empowered to act. The top financial regret is not saving and not investing sooner. What we are learning is that younger women who have careers do take more control of their personal finances and seek out education and awareness. The study gauged how women rate their financial health, with the majority of women reporting they are doing well managing their day-to-day finances, like paying their bills every month and following a budget. However, they are struggling with longer-term actions like paying down debt, saving for emergencies, saving for retirement, and building wealth. One in five women acknowledge that it is time to make a change. These are women who have accumulated wealth, whether they were homemakers, which is a career in and of itself, or having a working career. This is why true financial freedom requires both short-term and long-term planning. You know, planning and a financial plan is a living, breathing document that requires changing and updating as you journey through life. This is what we do with Thrive, focusing on the here and now from a tax planning lens, as well as investment management, and providing a course of action, a map through retirement, if you will, that focuses on tax planning for the future to include all the other components that can impact your successful retirement. There are many headwinds that can impact this, such as inflation, markets, healthcare crisis, taxes, you know, and potentially outliving your portfolio. We strive to mitigate those headwinds by providing you the necessary information to make an educated and informed decision. Stacy, let me ask you this question. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I want to ask you. This is one thing that I think is true. You meet people where they are. That is correct. In life. Correct. You know, we can't go back. I mean, sometimes after a meeting, we'll chit-chat and say, gosh, I would wish they, we would have crossed paths 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But that doesn't mean there's not enough time to self-correct. Right. And so, you know, just to share a brief story, we recently met with a gentleman who handled all of the finances and is in a second marriage. Let's call him Tom. And as he was speaking, he said that his wife, his second wife, would get everything should he pass. There was a little bit of an age difference between the two of them. So we reviewed his investments, his income, and other financial information. And when asked if he would bring in his spouse, as it is super important that she have a relationship with whomever is managing those finances because she needs to be comfortable. And his response was, He felt that she would find no interest in this and he will not be bringing her in. You hear that all the time. Yeah. And this to me is so astounding. As in my experience, women have a very strong opinion and equal influence on the day-to-day decisions. However, less than half of women feel that they have any influence on decisions when it comes to investments. And one of the reasons is due to a lack of knowledge. So what I can say to these different surveys, and there's been quite a few lately, is why not dip your toe into a willingness to learn about the questions you currently do not know to ask and take one hour of your time to have some certainty in your life. The reality is the industry is not set up to serve you by no fault of your own. And we help people have the conversations they didn't know they needed to have by asking questions they didn't know they needed to ask. You know, one of those questions relates to Social Security. And did you know you have the option of accessing your spouse's Social Security benefit even if you're no longer married to that spouse? However, if you are still married, you may have the option of taking your spouse's benefit as well and then changing to yours. And if it makes sense, vice versa. 
So this is an important decision that you can only change once within the first year. So if you make a mistake and you don't realize it until year two, you can't go back and rectify it. So there's over 567 different ways for a couple to take and make a Social Security decision. And if you call the Social Security Administration, they will not provide you any advice. So you are on your own to make that decision. And did you know the longer you defer your Social Security after your full retirement age, or FRA, it will grow 8% annually on a compounding basis. This is just some of the facts and information we will provide. In fact, we do a complete analysis with a report that will show you different options and what the impact is to those choices. So how important is it to understand what an income plan is? You know, many people think they have a financial plan, but in reality, they don't. An income plan provides insight to you so that you are aware as to where you pull your income from if you need it. And when you pull that income, we look at it from a tax perspective. This tax lens allows us to provide advice that not only helps you now meeting your budget and needs, but also helps you understand what the taxable element would be in drawing your income this way. This is something that we communicate on a short-term and a long-term basis. A few weeks ago, we were working with clients who came into the office because they wanted to understand their tax situation better, given he was retired and she is looking to, to retire. They were very confident as they have moved from advisor to advisor and were very proud of the work they themselves put into their portfolio. Sometimes a solid financial plan includes more than simply investments. We know that the market has risen the most in the history of the market over the last 12 years. This is the longest bull market in history. Sometimes we take credit for things that we have no control over. Sometimes it is in volatile times, like now, where the rubber hits the road, and this is where we assert our leadership. They said they had a financial plan and included an income plan. When we moved forward in our conversations, we understood that the client put together a sheet that showed what he thought the income plan would be and handed to us a summary of investments. I'm here to tell you that is not a financial or an income plan. What we briefly discussed, and we'll get into much more detail, is looking at the income he was planning on taking and the timing of that, and providing to him the taxable component for choosing those avenues of income. Once again, we believe we will provide a lot of value to them, as they were surprised to learn that the planning they received was somewhat lacking. This is just one example. And I'd like you to encourage you to reach out to us. And if you would simply like to have a conversation, which is all about you, please do not hesitate to check our website at www.thrivefinancialservices.com or call our office at 215-798-9088 or simply join us at one of our upcoming workshops, which sometimes includes a wonderful dinner with coffee and dessert. Thank you, Joe. All right. Well done. Stacy Cohen, financial planner here uh, at Thrive Financial Services. And one quick point to one of uh, comment that Stacy made. Um, Brett, and I'm pretty sure I'm accurate on this. When you do call the Social Security office, they are not permitted to provide information. That right. is correct. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. All right. We'll get to a commercial break here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Brett Elam on the other side, back in a moment. Here's your one opportunity to get registered for the upcoming workshop on Thursday, July 28th at the William Penn Inn. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com and get registered. Get yourself educated. One workshop, the great William Penn Inn on July 28th, 215-798-9088 or go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Get educated. Register now. That's thrivefinancialservices.com. 
And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Stacy Cohen, Mandy Snyder, and Brett Elam today as we continue uh, to join you every week and continue to educate, continue to provide good information. And then, of course, that unconditional invitation is always there for you to attend one of the upcoming workshops. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. And as Stacy mentioned, uh, when she finished up her segment, uh, those workshops are not only educational, Sometimes there's an opportunity to break bread uh, at the table. And if you're going to break bread um, like you do at home with your family, that's a good thing to do. Brett, you're here to close it up, my friend. Um, I know you've got a big lineup of topics. I don't want to um, take away from your time, but I'll bring it over to you. Yeah, it's all good. This is normally David's seat, so it's always always good to sit in in the last position here. But, you know, it's been awesome over the last couple of weeks. We got to actually hear four of... uh, David, Karen, and I's uh, colleagues here with uh, Stacy, Mandy, Eric, and Jeff. And, you know, on top of that, there's Joe and Jordan and Brian and Andrew. So, I mean, and when you hear, and Joe, I don't have to ask anyone else. You probably just heard a lot of the same messaging come out of the four of them over the last couple of weeks that come out of David, Karen, and I. It's just, it's, it feels awesome that people have, where they're coming from all sorts of different backgrounds and all sorts of perceptions of how the industry works. And once they get here, it's like, you haven't thought of that one before. Yeah, we didn't think about that one where we were at that, our old place. And it's like, yeah, maybe we weren't putting the whole plan together. And it's it's what gives us passion. It what gives us that fire to get up and hype There's a culture struggle. here, Brett. There's, there's, a culture. There's, there's a culture that starts with you, David, and Karen. And, you know, respectfully, Stacy's not sitting here. Mandy's not sitting here. If they're not part of that, if they don't fit into that culture, that's a, that's a tribute to you and a tribute to just the company philosophy. Yeah, and you know what's great? You know, I heard Mandy's uh, section where she was talking about fear. And uh, it was actually David who taught me the the acronym a long time ago, what fear really stands for is false emotions appearing real. And that's what it is. This industry is all about being emotional and why in working with someone allows you to stay rational, that you're not making crazy decisions. So it's probably the most common thing, as Mandy said, that we hear all the time. And it's like, just have that cup of coffee. Let's just break bread and just start formulating all those plans together. Because as, as Stacy was talking about, too, the risks that people face with taxes and, and the Social Security income distribution and the volatilities related to the market is the problem is the education that people always seek is the education that people like us are always willing to give. Um, and, and thinking about how the industry works is let's talk about asset allocation, rebalancing stocks, bonds, mutual funds, annuities, all those kinds of good things. And we just, and, and Stacy said it in her segment as well, is, is no, we got to start thinking about the other questions that I didn't even think that needed to be asked. I need to start having some of these conversations and I never thought that was, were that important to really bring up. And one of the risks that I believe that people face that to me is probably the most critical risk that they're ever going to face is longevity risk. If you and or your spouse, and when we talk about actuarially, Women are going to outlive men. That's why I love hearing this topic today because I think the number was like at some point in time, 96% of them are going to be controlling the pocketbook at some point in time. So let's get educated today, not saying, oh, my gosh, now what do I do? There's nothing worse than that um, at the end of the day. But one of the things that with longevity risk and the standard education that people are giving themselves that people tend to ignore, which falls the, on the, uh, in a line with all the investments is something that's called sequence of returns risk. And people, we bring up this topic and people just look at you sometimes like, what are you talking about? And I, I want to try and just spell it out real carefully here um, 
today. And sequence of return risk is simply this. It's we often think of investment returns as your average rate of return over some period of time, 10, 15, 20 years. And it's essentially, this is essentially true during investment returns within retirement planning context where the investment horizon is often very long term. So anyone listening um, to this knows that investments are volatile. We're in the middle of it right now. And do not generate returns in a strict, consistent, uniform manner by any stretch of the imagination. Instead, investment returns fluctuate in some periods and in investment may return more than its average and other time periods it may be nothing or near its average or less than its average. For example, if you take four rates of return, say up seven, up three, up 12, and minus two, it's as simple as this. You add those four numbers together, it equals 20, divide that by four, your average rate of return is 5%. Pretty easy. Now, when you just have a lump sum of money, and we talk about sequence of returns risk, the order in which varying rates of returns occurred is simply known as sequence of returns. Real creative, right? Like, I didn't come up with that one. It's not that hard to figure out. But let's just start talking about how that, how that risk really applies. Now, my mom was a calculus teacher. I, I'm a mathematical economics major. And so the one thing I learned a long time ago was associative and commutative. And what you learn is multiplication is commutative. It doesn't matter in what order you multiply numbers. You always get to the same result. One times two times three equals six. Three times two times one also equals six. Two times one times three also equals six. Does not matter in what order that happens at. So for example, I have um, a uh, scenario here. This is somebody 45 years old who had $121,657. And over a 20-year period of time of just, and I'm going to read off the rates of returns, up 32, minus 3, up 30, up 8, up 10, up 1, up 38, up 23, up 33, up 29, up 21. Pretty darn good market right there, right? Mm-hmm. Minus 9, Minus 12, minus 22, up 29, up 11, up 5, up 16, up 5, minus 37. I'm not going to repeat those numbers again. What you find, though, is at the end of 20 years, that $121,000 single contribution, no other contributions, is now worth a little more than $613,000. Now, if I flip the order, just some, instead of having minus 37 being the bottom number, now it's the first number. At the end of 20 years, if you change that scenario, you get a little over $613,000. Again, it does not matter the order in which those rates of returns happen. Dot, dot, dot. So where does sequence of returns really count? It's when we start taking income out. So when we now have $613,000, and let's assume that we're going to take out 5% of what's in there. Okay, and adjust it for inflation. We need to adjust for inflation. Uh, Inflation's hitting us right in the the head today. You need to be conscious of the inflation. In scenario A, starting at six hundred and thirteen thousand, having the rates of returns where thirty two is up front and minus thirty seven is at the bottom. After taking out a little more than thirty thousand a year in year one, plus increasing that amount, and we're just going to say by three percent a year, at the end of twenty years there's $1.8 million, right? So from the rules we just went through, okay, if I have 613, I just flipped the order, I should have $1.8 million again. Nope, remember, the dot, dot, dot is now we're taking money out. Now we're in retirement. I have to start thinking about pulling this money out. So we talk about longevity risk, sequence of return risk falls right with it. And when I hear people getting their general education related to the stock market, 
they're not they're not knowledgeable talking about this whole sequence of returns risk because here's what happens scenario b we're now minus 37 percent happens in year one now to now at the bottom six hundred and thirteen thousand dollars pulling out thirty thousand a year increasing it by a little bit three percent each year in year 14 the money's gone mm-hmm. scenario a 1.8 million year 14 the money's gone The rules as you enter retirement when you have to start taking distributions are completely different than the rules as we're navigating up to retirement. We talk about it over and over and over, week over week, Social Security, tax planning, Medicare surcharges. None of this stuff hits our vocabulary while we're working. Neither does this whole sequence of returns risk because you're like, ah, it doesn't matter what order, it just happens. Yeah, that's all true, dot, 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 until we enter retirement. And right now, some people are feeling like it's a little bit of maybe a little bit of calm before the storm. Because it's like we saw that big drop in the S&P since the beginning of the year. And things have kind of been kind of treading even up a little bit, down a little bit, up a little bit, down a little bit. I don't want people to have a false sense of hope. The, the beliefs are still out there. Things are going to collapse. There was one crazy guy who came out this week. He said the market's going to go back to 5,000. Well, I guess somebody. What we know is analysts, every one of them, have an opinion at the end of the day. We just That's got the to, truth. Yeah, and can you afford that risk at the end of the day? And when we talk about that calm before the storm, it's so important to start pulling these puzzle pieces together because some of the things of how you can start taking some of that risk off the table, and it's the things that we've chatted about before. Here are two action steps. If you are nearing retirement and or have just started considering where we're at right now, here's two ways of how we can start taking some of that sequence of risks off the table. Here's number one. Reduce your equity exposure. We see so many people come in. It's like, I've been in stock market forever. Just going to let it run. Okay. Are you okay? $2 million. You okay with a 20% decline? Yeah. Are you okay with a $400,000 decline? No. Well, you just said you were okay with a 20% decline. Yeah, I was. Yo, but when I just made it a real number, you don't feel good about the 400,000. 400,000 and 20%, by the way, is the exact same number at the end of the day. So when you start talking about real numbers, because what happens in retirement? You now have to start spending your money. What does that become? It becomes an emotional change. And we talk about all over today's show, the importance of working with a professional, the importance of connecting all the dots. That's what this is all about. Just don't look at the investment piece. We got to talk about everything that we just spoke about today. So number one, they say the most conservative time that you should be in your life after pretty much from an asset allocation perspective, the most conservative we should be is right at and or as we're entering retirement. And then as we get into retirement, we then start bringing ourselves to more aggressive again. Because here's what, here's what people have. They think they have their plans as they enter retirement. Six months in, I go, how's retirement? It's completely different than what I thought. Hear it over and over and over and yes, over that's, again. That's another true statement. That's it. And so all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, let's, let's go reestablish the new normal before we start making all the plans for the next 10, 20 years. So do we have enough cash on the sideline? Do we have the appropriate amount of asset allocation? The second thing that we have to be conscious of, and especially with what's going on right now, it's simply this. You may want to consider, if you haven't taken the, the appropriate amount of asset allocation, taking some of those chips off the table, you may want to start thinking about, as much as we're this time period's called the great resignation, you might want to think about delaying your retirement. As much as you may want to get out, considering what's going on in the market right now, you may want to delay getting out of the market, especially if a substantial amount of your income is going to be coming from stock market. And if you're having to sell things that the market's going down, it's about as bad as it gets. 
It's you did not plan appropriately. And that's what today's show is all about. And it's what it is week in and week out is providing that awareness. Again, what did I do? I not know what I need to speak about. It's providing that education more than just the investments at the end of the day. And then inevitably finding that professional, finding somebody that can hold your hand and guiding you through that process of holding you accountable. My encouragement, if there's a topic you heard today, especially with Stacey and Mandy talking passionately about women, and then we talk about that whole asset allocation and the sequence of returns risk, my encouragement, give us a call, 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088, or visit our website at thrivefinancialservices.com. And I'll close the show uh, today with one reference point that Stacey made in her presentation over 200 years of experience under the roof of Thrive Financial Services. That's a lot of education. That's going to do it for this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, and our special guest today, Stacy Cohen, and Mandy Snyder with the Encore Performance. Well done, Mandy, by you as well. I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brendy Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.